on that day and basically when it clicked for me was ringing steel at 600 yards very rewarding and you're like dude i just did that yeah yeah again and again and it wasn't just a one shot couldn't have done it 30 minutes ago when you can repeat a shot at 600 yards over and over and over again on an area the size of a deer is vital it's a rewarding fact fact of the matter is not one of those animals that we go out hunt deserves anything but an ethical clean kill and an ethical approach to the shot 100 agree. yep yep rolling bones outdoors presents hunt the world Ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime? Do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level? Maybe you needed some advice or a new challenge. This podcast will be for you. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Welcome to the Bone Cave, everybody. We appreciate you being here today. Um... I'm going to introduce everybody. I'm going to go left to right today, and sometimes I go right to left. I'm going to do left to right because bleep, we appreciate you. You're not on mic today, but thanks for being here, as always. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's it's good to have you. And then we have uh, um, attention deficit disorder. No, I was just showing you. I was Brad just making Dana. sure you knew right to left. I was giving you a – This is left. This is my left. I know. I was just helping It's you your out. right, my left, because we I'm face each other, you, dumbass. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, yeah, well, you know what, because he's such a credible resource for information because he passes 393 in the morning. And, and you know what I was thinking about? He's the state record. Who passes the state record, bleep? Oh, I passed the state record. And then he's going to be an authority on directions? It was an opening morning. Why get in a rush? I had 10 weeks record. to hunt. State record. <laughs> state record. Right. Largest, largest elk ever killed in the state, right? So then, so then we have Al Jones, Elise Jones, and Jonathan Ankner here today. Also, we're going to talk about podcasts. No, not podcasts. Shooting schools. We're, uh, we're on a podcast. We're going to talk about shooting schools on the podcast. Yes. Lindley just, I got it. I got to tell you because that was definitely a Joe Biden moment. Yeah. Lindley just handed me my phone. And on here is my schedule and says podcast. And what I read was, <laughs> anyway, doesn't even freaking matter. We're going to talk about um, podcast. We're, we're going to talk about podcast so today on podcast? our shooting school event. Oh. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm done. I'm going home. Okay. You guys have a great podcast. Joe Biden, just just kind of regather yourself. <laughs> it's been, a, it's, it's, yeah. it's been a long <laughs> one, and it's already two minutes into it. Hey, put your mouth back up to that mic and talk in there. <laughs> hey, what's the what's the one word to sum up America? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I <laughs> exactly. Oh, what a hot mess this guy is. I I swear to you, and and this will date this podcast if you're listening to it two years later. This morning, I saw. That yesterday they had like the uh, energy uh, secretary or somebody on there, and he said, "Yep, thanks to Joe Biden, we have been reducing the ga- the price of gas and oil, and uh, or gas at the pumps." And 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 somebody, I think it was actually from CNN. The guy goes, "Hey, I this doesn't make sense to me. You said the gas prices last week weren't the president's fault, and this week you're saying." 
they are his fault. They're the reason. The reason they're going down so is because of him. He but doesn't get any of the blame, but he gets the credit. Is that That's what you're saying? That's from yeah. CNN. CNN, yeah. exactly. You know it's bad right now. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyway, let's talk about uh, shooting schools, shooting academies. Yes. On one of the last podcasts, we talked to you guys. You bought um, you'd bought a couple rifles from us. We were building a we were building a seven mag because um, we've been doing this for about eight nine years now. We've, we're building a seven mag on a seven hundred uh, blueprint, right? On a seven hundred mm-hmm. Remington action, and uh, um, and they were shooters. That was that was a long time ago. Right, when we were doing those. It, yeah. it, it was it was a while ago. But the fact of the matter is, you guys got two of them. We got two, and they were shooters. And I said, I'll sell them to you, but you quote, I, uh, you quote yourself. John. I said, I'll take two. <laughs> and I said, okay, these were for advisors, but that's fine. And then you said, but you've got to come to the shooting school to get them. So, ergo, today's topic of shooting schools. We came out here, and, and uh, but this, this was the – I don't, I don't know what version of shooting school it was for y'all, but the, it was our first uh, opportunity to edu- educate ourselves on long-range uh, ballistics and, 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 and preparation for uh, what you're going to hunt, how you're going to hunt it, you know, s- setting up. Um, but this first one that we went to is not where we were today or the last two shooting schools. We were over near Devil's Tower. Yeah, so that was a three-day shooting school that you came to that time. That was, a, that was like a three-day um hunting program because we did bag drops right we did our pack drop and and we went over all of our gear that's right and uh how you know how we take an approach to whatever we're going to carry in the mountains type of stuff and then we did we did some long range shooting but we did angle shooting high angle shooting stuff yep. like that off sticks actually so, we've had to change that a little bit yeah. and the reason we've had to change that school and we're working aggressively and because and, here's what i want to do i want to dismiss the other schools but that school is my favorite but that's never going to be a 1500 dollars school that was three days of shooting yeah. and there was a amazing event and um we shot at every angle but we had access to a very um unique and private ranch that had a lot of topography on it yep. that allowed us to have an amazing shooting course right. and i i forgot that and you guys ate that up yeah yeah Yep. Yeah, my favorite school. Yeah, what, was it your favorite school? Yeah, that it, it was crazy good. That was that was the most amazing ranch. Um, that was a ten thousand acre private ranch, and they got divorced and split it up. And so, so we but, lost, we lost that ranch. But what was that? What so that ranch? Obviously, the the, the clubhouse they had on it was first rate. Right? W- w- they did, did they run? They did a hunts? dude ranch. Oh well, yeah, they did. They did hunts. They used to do a lot of hunts. That was an easy tag to get in Wyoming. Uh-huh. And, you know, the, the whitetail bucks are like wood ticks, you know, in the spring. They're just thick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, on a, what, you weren't – there weren't tons of 180-inch deer, but you were – you had a lot of mature whitetail bucks. So they did that. That used to be a really, really good elk unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they switched that. That used to be a limited entry, and, and now it's a general tag. And uh, the, the hunt's just not the, – the elk hunt's not it – ha- it's not as good as it used to be. It oh, used okay. to be a really good elk hunt. But it's still a neat elk hunt. Um, but they they would do that. But they did a lot of dude ranch stuff in the summer, too. They'd have, they'd have that lodge booked up 
with uh you know trail rides and yada 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 so just uh and it and it's uh it's it's a little bit different it's real close to where we do our the where you guys went this morning and shot yeah yep. it's not that far away but it's just an a world uh geologically different and yeah. uh you know it's just a where where we shoot now is just a desert yeah and that was that was a real lush area they they do a lot of haying and um they had a lot of just it's just a great place but anyway um that was a neat neat place we we used to do uh we used to do the mile shoot there yep we would do the we would do the Coriolis. Jonathan hit the mile he was the yeah. first guy that we had shoot it and he hit it second shot. Oh, nice. Yep. I remember because I was calling his wind. Oh, I thought we had today. Sh- no, no, no. You didn't shoot a course. mile today in the 30-mile-an-hour wind. No, no, yeah, no. not today. So, anyway, go ahead, John. So, that was, yeah, that was, if I remember correctly, that was the last shot of the first day. Now, before I finish the point on that, I, I think back to setting up, setting up your mats. We had eight or, eight or ten shooters that morning, and it took me five shots to get zeroed and and i thought to myself i don't know if this course you know if i'm going to really be successful here today fast forward 11 hours later and i'm 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 punching a target a mile away uh the width of my 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 pinky tip of my pinky to my thumb and i was like you know what if anyone takes anything from this course it's proper preparation, proper planning, proper instruction. And because I was, I, was, I was a better shot 10 hours after I zeroed my rifle than I was at the beginning of that day. And, it's, and, and, and the evidence of that was hitting a target at one mile. That's crazy, isn't yeah. it? And, you know, I probably, before that course, Brad, I don't know if I would have felt comfortable shooting past 400 yards. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, we don't we don't do a lot. It the mile shots fun. Everybody wants to do it. It's a that it's course a, was done yeah. in the bear lodges. Maybe you said this. I stepped away yeah. for a second, but yeah. that was the bear lodges. Now we're doing it on the on the high plains in Montana. And it just had a different, you know, dichotomy geographically there. That's you know, totally. And, and yeah. what is forty miles away, and it's night and day difference. Yeah, night and day. Correct. Yeah. So, so we started. We, we start, I remember we started that morning zeroing in. Then we then we took a, a morning break and we moved. We we shot three or four different places that day. The the, the last or the the afternoon. I remember we were up on a high bluff, and there was an elk target to the left. There was multiple, mm-hmm. and and it would be eleven o'clock. Turn there's an elk, and we have to pivot, reset, get get ready, and and get a shot off. And I think you were timing us. And we yep. were timing. And, and, we were and you doing, were shooting off a cliff. We were shooting off a cliff. Yep. So right. we had that set up on a cliff. Yeah. And so what we did was we, we shot, we zeroed down on the flat in the yep. bottom by the lodge. And, and we zeroed and got everybody zeroed. And then we took off right up to that high point, that, right. that ridge. And we shot 180 degrees east and 180 degrees and west. So we had that, yeah, that we set up 1,000-yard t- targets on that, remember? And we mm-hmm. shot east and west so you could see the difference Yep. Yep. in your drop. So, yeah, that was fun. People like that, too. There's, there's just so much to pack into those schools that uh, sometimes we modify them a little bit. But that was a three-day school. Al, you've, ha- been, you've been to three. Correct. But I would like to say the first course is very instructive. It's very good. Um, 
same thing with Jonathan. Like, I was six shots in, and Brian's like, bro, I was worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> Al and I have a really close relationship. We can be brutally honest with each other. <laughs> but, like, on that day, and basically when it clicked for me was ringing steel at 600 yards. It's very rewarding. And you're like, dude, I just did that. Yeah. Yeah. Again and again. And it wasn't just a one shot. Couldn't have done it 30 minutes ago. Right. And now I got, see, that's amazing. I hope everybody listening is hearing this because we are soliciting it. You know why we're soliciting it? And I I love to hear you guys' perspective. The animal. Now, we've already discussed based on the last podcast you were on, Elise, that I don't like eating wild game. And what did you say? God's creations. Yeah, what do you have against God's, cre- God's creation? <laughs> yeah, so, okay, that's temp- that, that platform's been set, okay? Fact of the matter is not one of those animals that we go out hunt deserves anything but an ethical clean kill and an ethical approach to the shot. 100% agree. Yep, yep. And that's, that's why we don't call it a long-range shooting course. We call it a shooting academy because we want to teach you how to become better in the field at shooting. Yep, I agree. I and agree. I love to hear you say that. But you're right. When you can repeat a shot at 600 yards over and over and over again on an area the size of a deer is vital, it's a rewarding fact. Yeah. Well, you get, you get so five and 600 yards becomes a relatively uh, easy shot. Yeah, chip shot. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I, I got this. This is this is a done deal. You know, now, if you're shooting in conditions like you shot today, 600 yards might be a tough shot. 30-mile-an-hour uh, winds, that's not uh, that's we not did new. okay. Well, actually, yeah. Brad, 600 yards, 609 yards, I think we were three for three, yeah. at least breaking it the first time. Yeah, so a little bit of, uh, again, a tribute to uh, the academy. Um, we had 30-mile-an-hour 30 30 mile winds today, and – you know, it was tough. I will say, and the spotter calling the call. Like, you need a good spotter to shoot that far. Well, you must have done okay because Brian was doing it for you today, right? That's right. He had a good spotter. That, that's, <laughs> that's what he's explaining <laughs> there, dickhead. All right? That, that's what he's explaining. Uh, where, yeah, what did I tell you guys? We were driving out there, and I go, Brad is probably pulling a tooth right now and would rather be here than anywhere else right now because this is his jam. Yeah. yeah. But uh, um, we flat got it done. We we killed – we had – you guys did great today. All things considered, yeah. It, it wasn't nearly as hot. I mean, when we, so when we were, when we got in yesterday, we were oh, going to shoot yesterday afternoon. It's 107 but, degrees uh, in Spearfish, South Dakota yesterday. Yeah. That is a brutally hot day. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, almost as hot as it's ever, I mean, just ever been. I, I remember the Deadwood fire, I think it was 110, that, that when the Deadwood uh, fire started, that was, I don't know, that was 10, 12 years ago. 2002. 2002. Well, it was 20 years ago then. And then today it was about, what, 80 when you were shooting? Yeah, about 80. Yeah. I, I, I never, if, if you're in the shade, it almost, I mean, it was comfortable, other than the, you know, the dirt in your eyes so the mule deer the mule deer is a really neat fun target mm-hmm. that you, you guys shot it no we didn't shoot it oh you didn't shoot the mule no deer we shot today. we shot the bear we shot uh the, the elk. elk bear and elk today bear and elk, yeah. it, it, from different angles yeah but that, that that those two targets you have about 10 different scenarios that you can create from yeah them, yeah you know we shoot 
you guys shot off sticks from shooting down a slope and mm-hmm. shooting across the canyon, shooting uphill. Yeah, and today wasn't a shooting school for all the listeners. Today it was wasn't a, a shooting school. Fun day. Um, Al and uh, Jonathan and Elise have their fall coming, and they were in town uh, to visit us on for some other stuff. And so we just went out, and uh, today was just uh, um, buddies out in the course shooting. Um, is what today and then we we diverted and went and shot uh, some fuzzy fork uh, legged critters that uh, when a 3,000 3,000 foot per second 108 grain hornady hits them um, they cartwheel yeah it leaves a mark it It leaves a mark yeah Um, and and, and again uh, Elise led us she 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 shot first and was three for three and you know and then she stood up and said, "Okay, I'm good. Your your turn." And then well, you came and shot at one of the shooting schools. You had a broken foot. I did two broken feet. You had two broken. Booted on one. You yeah, because you had one boot on. Yes. I remember. So that was the Argali club. Oh, that when was. When I the... found out, I wasn't really invited, but y'all took me in, and I appreciate that. Well, you were invited. You were in, you were one hundred percent invited. When Al Jones is invited, Elise Jones is invited. Okay, it's official. So, you um, it here. yeah, that's right. So you were invited, and uh, Jonathan had called, and then Al had called too, and said, "Hey, um, Elise is going to be coming out." It was z- zero zero issue and zero not invited. So what did you think of it? Because you had to come up fast through the ranks. Yeah, because I that was in. an advanced course. I walked into the advanced course. All guys pretty intimidated i think i missed on the first couple of like 100 yards Mm -hmm. remember you had to coach me yep so it was bad yep but that's well it wasn't bad what it was there was was, some intimidation probably and you were you weren't go ahead al right brian always talks about he likes nice guns and hates mean guns so we lined elise up on the right side with everybody having a muzzle break that is just oh, I was getting blown away. Head, and she got intimidated, scared. It was just loud. And you were like, I couldn't be steady. Let me either. pull you over here. Yeah. Uh, Needless to right. say, probably within 30 minutes, I was shooting 780 yards. Yeah. 780 yards. So, yes. walked her out to the can side of, yep. running, of shooting. And you walked her to 760 easily. In, in 30 to 40 minutes. We, yes. we, well, here's the thing you were the right student. Okay, so you'd shot before. You felt comfortable behind a rifle. And I saw you get and, – and, you know, Brad's the range officer when we're at these. So he has a different role than me. And my role is to find out who's on the struggle bus and who's not having fun and who's freaking out. Struggle bus was real. And, and I look down there and I'm like, okay, here's this five foot two, 95-pound little blonde um, that is uh, in trouble. Um, and, and she's got a bunch of guys, and this was our golly club. So we do an our golly club just so everybody yeah, knows. The so the our golly club shoot is we take our – just some of our, uh, you know, just our top clients, the guys we have relationships with that use our services at, at the elitist level and uh, um, and just our, our great friends of Rolling Bones and supports us. And what we do every year is we take 10 of them, we bring them in, and we have a three-day roll out the red carpet. We do packs, we do gifts, we do the whole thing Wonderful. for you. And, uh, um, and then we shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot. So, if you want to be a part of the Argali Club, give us a call. We'll see what we can do. We've actually getting big enough where we might have two Argali Clubs a year. I digress. Fact of the matter is, you came in, and these are world 
traveling hunters that had all been to several courses with us. And you had to catch up fast. And I went, first of all, let's get her away from these mean guns and get her down here where these polite guns are that have cans and don't shoot because guys are out there, I got my 300 wind mag. Keep that sucker. I'm going to kill what you kill with a bow. Yeah, you but know we, we never have any, any of our guys like the Argali no, Club no, guys. No. None of, nobody shows up with a no, but 300 these are, these Winchester were, shit your pants magnums on. No, but we had a couple sevens at that short, that course. Yeah. And, and so I'll never – because you, you, yeah, you were laying next to a couple sevens. Oh, I was – getting shook yeah so we just pulled you down ran through the fundamentals had you hitting good at 200 i'll never forget then we had you hitting good at 300 al came down said you okay put his hand on my shoulder said thanks bro i got the i appreciate you from your husband and uh next thing we know we had you out 700 and the rest of that day you were hanging right with the boys you two shot together in one of the uh, groups at the end of the day so and that was the next thing that we had the time to shooting setting up and that's where i need to practice because when we went to alaska caribou hunting um i didn't set up in time i missed a caribou ah and i had a stupid shooting pad on my rifle but last summer you shot way better off of sticks than i did in the same argali course remember i had a yep yes come apart and you were just what you think well you put the squeeze on hubby there. It's like, come on, you're going to have up. to hang. You're going to have to hang. I think. Well, well, the thing, the thing with Al is, and and I don't want anybody to think that I'm being overstepping my boundaries. I've known Al for years. We're great friends. Al puts an applied pressure on himself when he's when other people are around that is unrealistic, and I watch it, and he, it creates a target panic for him. Is what it does, and and. You you just get so anxious and 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 you put this applied pressure on yourself because you are amazing shot when all of the crowds not there today, boom! I mean, it, just eating it up. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just that's just you shooting more around people. That's all that is. Brian, I'd say this. This is why, like, especially guys from my part of the world where like 300 yards is a long shot it's good to come out and do multiple shooting schools and get reps down range we don't we don't get that back southeast and we don't use shooting sticks normally because people people here might not realize this is not a southern south dakota accent where is this from south carolina (laughs) (laughs) so you got 300 yards you were saying something about 300 yards I, I, I just feel like it's important to, like, go to the beginner course, go to the advanced course. I want to go back to the beginner course just to get reps friggin' 200 yards, 300 yards, 600 yards, 800 yards. Um, shooting schools are very valuable. They don't cost that much. They build your confidence build 100%. Your confidence, yeah. Well, to me, they're like a three-day hunt or a two-day hunt, depending on which one you go to, and you get educated and you shoot more than you would ever, and, and it builds your confidence, and it really does. Well, Muscle and, memory and approach. And for like guys like Jonathan and I, you get uh, an opportunity to call wind. Right. Right. So if he and I go on a hunt, I'll be a little more confident telling him, uh, let, you got a left-right wind, hold a minute and a half. 
Right, exactly. I like that. And the animal deserves that. Just like you guys were on a sheep hunt and you both killed sheep after that first shooting course at 540 and 510. Mm-hmm. And then you, you doubled down on a caribou at 510. Yep. And I shot my antelope off of shooting six. How far? I think it was it wasn't too far. Two fifty, but still two fifty okay. off. It of wasn't too sticks. far. Yes. Two fifty. Oh my gosh! That's a long, long it. way if you're not used to. I it. dropped. Yeah. What did Mark say when he saw the shot? He said, "Did you mean to shoot it there?" And I was like, "Yeah, I did." He's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just smoked it right in the right yeah. in the ribs. Just so that it. that first school is a, we call it a <laughs> level one. Uh, it's not really a beginner, but it's, a, it's like a fundamentals. Yeah. Well, look at Brian Wolf and yep. Troy Fridley. Yep. How many times? Well, Brian Wolf's been I to think more f- shooting school than anybody. Yep. But Troy Fridley and Brian Wolf, Hootie's been to a couple too. Those yep. three guys have all been to um, three or – I think Brian Wolf's been to four well, level ones. Cooley came to the, the Cooley's been level to one again this year, and he said, I got three big points that were totally worth coming again. He goes, it's amazing. Yeah, I think level one for me, every time we do it, I watch people and it's the most, for me, it's my favorite because I watch people, like you said, you go from, you go from, oh man, I'm going to struggle. Yeah. This is, what am I doing here? <laughs> and then four hours later, you're gone. 600 yards. I got, I got this. this. I, got I love it when guys go, listen, I, I'm going to come back to four and five and just work on my grouping. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, by the, time, by the time we get to the uh, Jimmy John sandwich, there's a lot of confidence yeah. installed, instilled in everybody, right? So just reps. That's the other thing. So you guys, do you have a range at home? N- not nearly to the distance we've got here. Al and I uh, own a hunting property in the town that I live in, and we can, we can shoot out to 300 yards, uh, and there is a sporting clays uh course in, in, in uh, on the western part of our county um that you can go shoot i've never shot there um heavily timbered heavily timbered so do you get much you don't get much wind either probably no 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 so so yeah pretty protected to, to, to what al was was saying uh you know we don't we don't have the opportunity to call wind because we don't we don't have the type of wind that you've got well here. you guys at this point in your careers you're shooting a Six five, uh, pretty jazzed up gun to yep. three hundred yards doesn't <laughs> doesn't get much of an opportunity. Well, you on you it, both you both have graduated to um, a wildcat and and mm-hmm. are both accomplished shooters and have killed stuff all over a long ways away. Yep. And because uh, um, your Billy Goat last year was how far? You texted me. You delorem me right away. Uh, I shot that at four sixty five. I think was I straight think, uphill. Yeah, straight uphill. It was it was extreme, extreme uh, angle uphill. So, so what? Excuse me. Yeah. So what do your outfitters say when you guys come in and can shoot like that? What do the outfitters say? Well, when we shot when we shot our. Uh, when we shot our doll sheep and, and then that caribou three years ago, um, the, the uh, Spencer said, you know what? I love the guys that Maven sends out here because they shoot. They know how to shoot. And, and, and again, this, we were two weeks removed from our first shooting academy. You know, um, and then New Mexico, I shot. Um, we were with... Uh, we were with Al Jameson, and I, and and all of our shots were was two fifty. I think mine was five twenty nine. Five twenty nine, 
554. Uh, well, at least 554. What was yeah. that? The uh, seven mag we stole from you. <laughs> <laughs> but what animal? Antelope. Antelope, uh, antelope at 554. Yes. It yes. was dead before it hit the ground. Just crunched it. <laughs> Yes, it was maybe the highlight of my life. <laughs> I <laughs> love jumped in the air. And, <laughs> and fell right back down. Fell right back down. Right behind the shoulder, just smoked it. Yes. So the common theme. Th- yeah, go ahead. The common theme that I've noticed from your evolution from shooting schools, m- most of these, like, people get into the long-range shooting stuff. Most of this isn't long range, but it's extended range, right? Yeah. You're shooting between four and 600 yards. But – it's it changes your world if you can get within four to six hundred yards the animals relax doesn't know you're there you're not bumping into it um you get time to set up um and your high confidence levels on that animal there it just changes everything doesn't it yeah yes, yeah absolutely different so you, deal so you're in british columbia you see the billy goat he's up the hill for mountain 465 yards and what does your outfitter say? Can you make the shot? He's, oh, yeah. He, he asked me earlier, uh, you know, what do you feel comfortable shooting to? I'm like, I've got no problem, five, 600 yards. Uh, and then we, we, had, we, had, we had parked on, on this mountain goat uh, two hours earlier, and we could barely see him through the brush. And when he got up and moved, um, the, the, the outfitter's like, we got to go. We got to go now. We got to go now. So we – Crossed two drainages, trying to keep up with him. We got in front of him as he was in a tree line, a sliver or, or a lane of trees before he came out to a slide. And I was down, and, 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 and you could see just the back, his back over, um, over the ridge that he was walking on. And he said, get down. And he shot the range, and he said 465. Uh, and it, as soon as he said 465, it stopped. And I pumped one in it. And it dropped, and you could see it kicking. And he said, get it. You, know, he, he was you like, need to get, shoot again. Yeah, get, get another one ready in case he stands up. And as soon as he said in case he sta- stands up, it stood up again. And I, and I put another one in him, and he slid. This is how steep it was. He was 465. He slid down the hill, down, down a drainage just 100 yards past me. So... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. Holy yeah. smoke. So he, he so he slid down the mountain five hundred yards. Slid, tumbled, slid, tumbled, would stop. Right. Oh, you were in some steep, and then he nasty, kept going. gnarly yeah. stuff. It was uh So it was straight uphill. Yeah. Uh, my my only fear there, my worry was that um He would be disintegrated. Yeah. That he would be busted, you know, he'd be, his tips would be broken off or something. And, and 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 for the most part, I mean it's a tribute to how tough those animals were. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I had probably one quarter of an inch off his left uh, tip that was that was chipped off, but for the most part, he was in pretty dang decent shape. Cool. Um, wow, you mounted him, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he? What a hunt! Do we? He's back now, isn't he? No, no, he's not. No, he's he, he he's not back yet. That's my wolf from uh, Alaska. I got that just came in. How far was your wolf that you shot? I remember that too. Uh, 387. 387. See, that's not an easy target. No. That's not. So this makes me laugh. Cause you guys, I mean, you come out, you buy a rifle, you start <laughs> down the journey and we're just sitting here calmly having this conversation. 387, 465, 520. It's just highlighted my life. 540. Um, go ahead. 554. 554. But it's amazing. That's how important it is because everybody remembers their exact yardage. <laughs> yeah. I love it. 
<laughs> yes, they right? do. And yes. I'll say that uh, that goat was with the uh, 6.5 Ovis platform. Yep, that was yep. I, I uh, that was the first thing I killed with my with my 6.5 was that mountain goat. Really, I think. Uh, and you're not telling us about the bison you shot at 478 yards with the seven mag. Oh yeah, that's right. I was out here a year ago, not not far from. Well, where were we? We were. That was a couple years ago. Couple, that was north of Pier. No, north of Pier, right? Yeah. Up by Blunt, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was four. No, that was five. Five. Uh, 5.45 or 5.00? The first time he raised him, he was 5.97. And the guide's like, I'm going to get you closer. I'm like, I'm I'm fine here. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. need to hit a buffalo. That's a conversation you have to learn to have with your outfitter, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, we're good. And, and That's coming and, from a lazy man that doesn't want to walk 100 yards. Yeah. And, 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 but that <laughs> seven mag, I pumped seven shots at that distance into him. And my impact range was less than a paper plate at that at that distance with, with a little bit of with a little crossfit. Yeah. So so basically, in an eight inch plate, you were all inside of there at seven hundred yards. Seven hundred yards. <laughs> it speaks for itself, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So if you're thinking about shooting a school, are you going to a shooting school? Call one six zero five six four four eight thousand. And we'll set you up. This is good. Drop the mic. No, honestly, th this is – here's the thing I liked best about the shooting schools. I like the results that, that, that you got. I, I like going and seeing that one or two students that is going, oh, man, I don't know. And they have their tentative and they're struggling and they're frustrated a little bit at the beginning of the day. And, and I like – yeah, I like to – exactly, Al. And I like taking that person and going, okay – let, let's let's just get this all organized because it is just about building the right attitude, the right approach, and the right application to the shot, you know, building it up. And so many people just want to sit down and shoot, and they don't realize, hey, listen, just take the time to build your shot. Learn how to build a shot. Yeah. Learn how to get yourself in a position to make this shot, and you can do it. And Because now when you're with an outfitter, I'll bet you, and maybe you can speak to this, but you don't just – the range isn't the important part. The minute the range is that you look around and go, okay, how do I build my shot? Is that not right? Yeah. Yes. 100%. It changes. You have to be flexible because you think your plan is going to work and then it doesn't. And so – Yeah, the animal moves. You got to move. Okay, so now what do I do? I got to build my shot. How do I build my shot? Or there's grass in front of your, you know, gun and you have to build it up. And it's, it, it's very intense moments like that. <laughs> But building the shot is the key to this thing, and that's what we work on. And that's where we, when we do the, the timed competition at the end of the last day when you've got two minutes to hit six targets <laughs> and, and, and your spotter's <laughs> got to find them and tell you where they're at, then you've got to get on them, and then you've got to range them. I mean, that's, that's that, really fun, isn't it? Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> it's, it's fun and stressful. As long as you don't have high blood pressure problem, it's fun. Um, <laughs> But you know, I was so gonna, I was we gonna we draw a fan in the, basically we we put a containment in paint in the ground is what we do, uh -huh. and then we set targets out, and then you have to come up, you have to you uh, you work as a team, mm -hmm. find the targets. He's talking to the audience, yeah. not you. Find oh. find the targets, range them, dial your dope, and get the shots off. And you work as a team, super super fun, and and puts a little pressure. It tries to. Uh, that's what Al, that's yeah. what he's talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. Just want to preface that. 
in, in, in that comp- competition, you want to be the first one to go. Because what you don't you don't want to be the fifth team or sixth team or seventh team, and then so, in, in in the second teams, the first team took overtime. They didn't get it. The second team does all three targets in 37 seconds, and then you're like, oh boy, you know, you know how am I going to beat this? You know, so uh, it's it you know that scenario is always best to be to be the first one out. But I was gonna, Brad, I was going to ask you um, from the first academy you guys did. What what did you see in in your first shooters that you saw the second year? The th- you know, what evolution did you, as instructors and range safety officers, what did you see that you said we need? You know, what what came to you that we we need to address this? Well, we see the same difficulties with people every school. The, the target, target acquisition. Yep, target acquisition. <laughs> Is, Al just said that. That's yeah. why I interrupted you, <laughs> yeah. Brad. Target acquisition, and it, there's no way to explain how – I mean, it's hard to explain. Line your barrel up, uh, look over the turret, then get into your scope. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of how we generally do it. But sometimes you can't find the target. I mean, people have trouble. Okay, they found them in their binoculars. So we've worked a lot on that, and we've tried to put a focus on uh, helping people with target acquisition. And then, then it's just got to be reps. Um, but uh, that, I would say, is the biggest one. And then we obviously work on the fundamentals, um, fundamentals of marksmanship. And, you know, we've tried to, we've tried to um, block, uh, systemize our protocol. Like we have, we've kind of worked everything backwards. We start with building, uh, building your shot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get stable, get square, and get a good sight alignment. That's our. That's one of the first parts that we start with. And then we work from the back of the gun forward. We've tried to systematize it so it makes sense every time when you sit down and get behind it. And, oh, okay, I'm just going to work from back forward. It, it was like today with your first shot, Elise. I, I, grabbed, I, I grabbed your hand from, yes. from the forearm of the gun, and I moved it back. And then you went. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I got this. Remember? Yes. And you immediately it felt so much. It like it was natural. Right. Because you wanted to put your hand up there, so I grabbed your hand, and you're like, "What are you doing?" And then I got you where you were, and then you went, "Oh, I got it. I know what you want." Now this makes sense. Now it makes sense. But yeah. it is hard. I mean, coming from South Carolina to know the language, mm-hmm. I guess when you're saying, "Okay, it's in this bowl," or it's up this ridge and the other words that y'all use it's yeah. kind of hard for us to interpret right you're not you're mountains. not used to ridges points well, saddles draws yeah, it's saddles, funny you that say that one that yeah. i was confused so about. i would say we've done two things that we we see every year and one is target acquisition mm-hmm. and we've come we've tried to build uh, a curriculum that ha- that builds competence in in an approach okay line it up do you see it in your binoculars yes okay identify what you see out there in your binoculars now line it up eyeball with the top of the turret on your scope so you know we've tried to build this um, approach a systematic approach to acquiring the target one of the things i was saw you all three do today that i was super like like that's a proud moment you know what i'm saying like proud that's daddy. A, a, co- a coach a proud coach <laughs> Is when you guys, because those hard targets, they're hard to find. When you guys just, like the boss, grabbed your scope, zoomed it down, found it, zoomed it back up, adjusted your parallax, 
I was like, dude, you, you got it. You needed a reminder of how to, how to get the back end of the rifle, like he said, yeah. back together. Once you got that, you were like, that, that's it. And you guys were just, you were machines at it. Well, that's what we've seen that we knew we had to make sure that we instill in every curriculum is target acquisition and that ability to go, I got to learn how to build this shot, build that rifle. What if, um, what, what, how can I phrase this? Things happen in the field. You, you, you want your shooters to be, to, to be prepared for every scenario. Have you thought about, uh, Al and I played a prank on a friend of ours a few years ago. He was talking about, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm dead eye at this range. And so we were hunting in Darby, Montana for elk, and we, this guy, uh, Maimon, you've heard me mention his name before, David Strickland. Um, and, and, and he is just so full of himself, so unbeknownst to him. We <laughs> he obviously the, we, doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, no, but he, I'll, I'll give him a shout-out here and I'll let him he know. Totally we, we took that. his caps off and, to, and, and like, adjusted his turrets, left oh, you give him a handful 15 of minutes. clicks and, and, and down seven <laughs> clicks, you know, and then put it back on. And we, 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 the, the first day we were going to go shoot, and he was all over it. And, and he, was, he got himself so worked up. But the, and then he started adjusting his his his, his tur- he's making adjustments on his on a scope, and I I had a mental note. Okay, it's 15 clicks left and 17 clicks, le- and, and he screwed it all up. So we eventually had to say, dude, we we screwed you. You know, we. But so what I'm getting at is, <laughs> your your hunters are going to have to know that their scope is going to get knocked off when they're traveling. Is, is that something you've, well, you've thought about? Well, we actually, every night, so at the beginning, uh, on the first night, we do a classroom portion, right? Uh-huh. And one of the things is we talk about, um, a minute's always a minute, Yep. right? Just some simple rules. A minute's always a minute, um, you know, bullet always tells the truth. Once you pull the trigger, you own the bullet, right? I mean, just there's some simple, simple truisms in shooting, right? Yeah. And we talk about Brian's deal. Because he fell crossing a glacial stream in Alaska on a With Jeff. Knife. With yep. Jeff. Okay. And he came down on his rifle, bent the bell, and he's like, oh, crap. And, and he's making his stock on this sheep. It's, it's the last day, I say in air quotes, because it was a 17-day hunt. And they thought it was the last day because it got lost, in, lost on the calendar. But he said, I need to shoot this and confirm. And the outfitter goes, Oh, we're getting too close. We can't, we can't be sighting a rifle. And he goes, won't take me long. I just need to stop. And we, we incorporate that in the school on how to do that, why it's important, because that is, that's a, that's a complication that you might find. And if you start to understand your minutes and your angular rules, mm-hmm. um, it becomes super easy. So Brian ranged a, a bank. It was 209 yards or whatever, dialed his turret for the appropriate range, shot made the measurement with his ruler and his scope, corrected. And so we teach how to do that. Now, we've incorporated that into the curriculum, too, because it is a super important skill uh, to know. And so we, we go over that exact same scenario. He took one shot, did the measurement, made the correction, follow-up shot, hit the rock. He says, okay, I'm good. And it wasn't 209 yards. I don't remember exactly. It, it was right at 200 yards. It wouldn't yeah. have mattered if it was 300 yeah. yards. Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. have mattered if it was 400 yards. The fact of the matter is all yeah. I needed was the range. Yeah. 
and then with the understanding of a minute of application inside that scope, I could have measured it, shot it, exactly, set my, that's right, Al, set my turn on it and went away. And I did. Two shots, went away, went up the mountain, 579, had 11 seconds to shoot that animal because he was bailing over the top of the mountain. And we know that because it's all on video. We actually have incorporated video, and we use that video in that scenario because there is not much time. It's quick. Yep. Um, and it's a tough shot. It was 500 and some yards up a steep, steep hill, um, a steep mountain. And so uh, we've we've utilized that, but we've also incorporated the video, which is I think is I really like it. I like the video clips and sure talking about die. yeah. So hmm. she's dead. Well, so tell me about okay. You have your courses here. We did that. We did the Devil's Tower course. We've done the one we shot today. We've 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 shot that at during the shooting academy twice but you but i've i've, I've seen on social media um brandon neal i mean there's there's courses in st in st george utah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's we, a really neat that's one. a really neat yeah. course it's in the desert um we shoot out to 1300 yards uh it's really fun there's there's an interesting dichotomy because there's this mountain that crops out on that shooting range and then there's a significant draw that comes up with a butte if you will so we have we have uh um, conflicting mm -hmm. wind uh you know winds coming through the valley and it's really a fun course and it's really really nice you're, you're you know we do it in uh late january through march yep. and uh um so february and march and uh it's a beautiful time of year down there and it's fun to shoot yeah. you're in the desert and it's awesome What's your what's your maximum capacity in one season for your uh, for for all your courses all if all your slots were full how many how many people could you bring through and give them a, a, a taste of a shooting academy? Well, we could run a course starting in January through we would say middle of June. So how many weeks is that? That's uh, yeah. uh, twenty. We could at ten we could run two hundred and forty students probably through our courses mm -hmm. a year. What's that? It's a half a year weekends. Right? Yeah, right. Because we we try to stop now because hunting season for us generally starts in July now. Right. So we don't we don't and plus it gets hot. You know, it's just you know like yesterday here it was mm -hmm. 107. Now that's unseasonably baking hot, but it's it's we've done some hundred degree 105 and it's just tough. One of our long term goals is to get a thousand acres somewhere close here within an hour hour and a half. Yeah. And um, put up a steel building that's air-conditioned with a bunkhouse. And then put up a steel building with a clubhouse and, um, you know, a long-range uh, component store in it. So when we bring guys in, we go to the destination. We do the classroom. We have a bunkhouse. We can do a day and a half, two days. And we would like to, uh, um, you know, find a couple instructors that could run it. Because our what makes us different, we believe, because we've been to – 20, 30 shooting schools ourselves. What makes us different is the building the shot. You know what I'm saying? Teaching people how to build that shot. Yeah. The shooting sticks, the shooting bag, using the micro train to do – is not just lay down and shoot. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or sit on a bench and shoot. It's uh, how, do I, how do I create myself as a part of this rifle and the two components together can become an efficient machine that I can accomplish what I want to accomplish in the field. Because the animal is not a static part of the equation. Right. It's a dynamic, it's a dynamic part of the equation. Part. And it's always moving, right? And that's what we teach at the shooting schools. 
So to answer your question, how many can we do? We could do the way we did it now. If we did it every week and we could run 240, we would like to get something that we could just because it's a big part of what we do, right? Mm-hmm. And and it is giant. Our 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 members love it. Yeah. It's it's probably the favorite um, event, isn't it? I would, we we hear yeah. we hear a lot of good things, you know, um, you know, because a lot of guys can't afford to book a hunt right now, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right, but they love to shoot. Well, you can come out here, and now with these silhouette targets like you shot today, they come out here for a thousand bucks, fifteen hundred bucks, and they get it's a, a golf shooting course. instructor. They get to go on a golf course. They get fed like kings, and they're in the western setting. They get to go shoot in Montana. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, and that that property still has some unique variables because it's got some really steep m- mountainous terrain that you get to shoot in. That's hard to hard to replicate. Yeah, we just never take anybody up top there and really set that up because we could, we could really work that 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 land differently. But yeah, but right now it's uh, um, yeah, it, it, it's it's the, we have an overwhelming positive response to all of our shooting schools. Al, closing comments. What's your thoughts on the shooting schools? Your ability to shoot and where you're at. I just appreciate you guys having me out here. Um, I always learn something every time I come out here, um, and I'll keep learning. I'll keep coming out. <laughs> we love awesome. having you. Elise, how about you? Just the confidence. I mean, sitting in a deer stand or wherever I am and knowing that I'm good, and even if I doubt myself, I know I'm good. So just that is totally worth it. I think confidence this is a mental game. I think that's, that's a really good point. Big Jonathan. You know, for me, it's uh, it's the muscle memory. It's uh, reinforcing that if you do the same thing every time, but you do it the right way, you build upon uh, a history of success. And as soon as it, and, and and generally, a mistake is 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 pretty easy to see. If you're if you're if you're pinging steel at 400 yards, 600 yards, 800 yards, and then all of a sudden you miss it by 12 feet. It wasn't the gun; it was the shoot. You, what, what, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? If, 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 if you're if you're consistently hitting targets downrange at a distance, and then you shank one, you stick one in the tree. You okay? Then then t- what did I do? Uh, you know, is is the you know is, uh, do I did I did I over? You know, did I jerk the trigger? What, what we call it? The football booger flicking. But yeah, booger, booger flicking. Point. You know, um, <laughs> and and those those things happen. You know, when 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 you got three or four, five, six, seven, eight people on the range, and and, and, and you're shooting one. You you may lose you, you focus, and then you 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 monkey the football, you booger flick, and all of a sudden, okay. I, and you've said it before. What'd you do, Jonathan? I, well, my gun was cannon. I know it was cannon. I, I, my in my mind, I could see that I, I was tilted left. Yeah, you've yeah. done that enough to know, recognize your problem. Then. Yep. And, and if I know if I missed the target and it's six inches up and up and to the left, I had my gun cannon, you know. It's funny today that was her because um, that first shot at that bear at 609 or whatever it was, I I didn't think she would have given me the wrong reticles because at least you're a good shot and you knew what you were doing. And you guys both hit it, and she – elevation was perfect, just way left. And I'm like, oh, and, and you went – 
Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go again. I got it. And uh, and and I watched her go like this. I watched her go, and she twisted that rifle square. And I'm like, because it, it was the only reason that could have went left, because we had a left wind anyway. And you were like, what'd you say? I what, What'd you just say? I said son of a bitch. Because <laughs> you knew, didn't you? I knew exactly, and I was like. The only one I missed today, I think. That Once in a while, that. they cast the fly downstream instead of upstream too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah. Th- you know what though? You're exactly right. But I would never have thought of like leveling my gun out before. You know. That's, y- yep. But once you don't do it and you start dialing that turret, kick yourself in the yep. butt. Well, that's cool. Pretty crazy. Well, we appreciate you guys being here as always. Uh, love hanging with you. It's always a great positive wonderful experience that uh, is blessings for all of us so um jonathan thanks thanks for having us appreciate, yes appreciate the camaraderie the hospitality never come out here and 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 and, and feel bad about coming well good we the only we, bad the only thing i feel bad when i'm out here is when we're heading back east <laughs> toward rapid <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that that that's kind, and we appreciate it. And we feel the same. Elise, thank you for being here. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, we had a great day today shooting, and uh, uh, you are the queen of that range. Al, Al, as always, man, we love having you, brother. Man, love being out here, and I will say, as far as like shooting school goes, beginner, intermediate, advanced, you'll come out of here bringing steel up to a mile. And you'll feel more confident hunting an animal at 400 yards, 500 yards. Well, that's cool. Amen. I, I appreciate that. Brad, another one. What number is this? Do we even know? 120. Oh, almost a quarter away to the next one. 124. That's crazy. Number 124. And uh, um, Bleep, we appreciate you as always. we got to get another mic in here so you can contribute. So, But thanks for joining us today, and uh, we really do appreciate it. Make sure you head over to our website at uh, rollingbones.com, rollingbones.com, and check out your membership. It's been a long day. Well, it's, it's not it's, even funny. It's acceptable it's, now. Yeah, it's, it's just, totally it's acceptable. <laughs> it's like crazy. Uh, if you if you if you fall over your tongue, I grew up short, overweight with a speech impediment. I've been doing this forever, and it's no big deal. You corrected yourself. I've never seen I've, you fall up the steps three times. So, brother, you're doing good. You just, I, I've you just spoken keep in front of fifty thousand people and had a tied tongue my whole <laughs> life. It was never as embarrassing as it is now because you got some idiot that doesn't even know what he's doing. When you pull up and stop on your bicycle, put your foot down. On the wrong side and tip over the other way. That's embarrassing. But whatever. I'm not there yet. So anyway, be sure to subscribe to Hunt the World wherever you get your podcast. You'll find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and pretty much wherever else you can listen to a podcast. Share the podcast with a hunting buddy. We would appreciate it. Tell us, tell them about Rolling Bones Outdoors. We really want to help service people, offer more access, value, and education. So don't forget, we also have a hunt expedition layaway plan. That's right, help. We want to help you go on your next adventure a little bit at a time. There's no hunt that's out of reach. It's just better planning. And we want to help you plan for your next adventure at Rolling Bones Outdoors. So until next week. Stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.